Welcome to a new episode of the Film Rescue Show. I am here with my fearless hosts, as always. We have the horror, Horror Hope. I, I know it's not a horror film, but damn, this is a horror. <laughs> and we have the professional cynic, Jesse, with us as well. Yes, I'm the most cynical about this one, I think. <laughs> we we almost got into this one a few years back, and then there was, was like interruptions... Season- Season three or four, or something like that. That sounds right. That we we tried to be pre- like like recent on that one, I think, and then we yeah. had some issues in the in the recording, and so it got kicked. The can got kicked down the line, and kicked <laughs> down the line, and kicked down the line, and kicked. <laughs> and here we are. So, wow. I I have to admit something, guys. Before yeah. we even get into the 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 review or anything, I thought I had seen this more than once. Mm-hmm. Um, because the the first time I saw it, I know I took edibles. I had to confirm with Jesse. Um, so uh, I I had to do a a sober rewatch, and like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was the first time I actually got the movie, like retained um, it. And what movie yeah. are we talking about here today? Yeah, so we're talking about Godzilla, King of the Monsters, directed by Michael Doherty. Um, this is the third film in the Monsterverse, and uh, technically the second. Uh, Go- uh, Kong Skull Island came out after this. Did it come out after this? It was after this. Interesting, wasn't it? I could swear it was because they referenced Skull Island over and over again. No, because it, it was a lead up. Yeah, this was leading up to Kong Skull Island. I don't know. We just had like a ten minute conversation about this before we started recording. No, Skull Island came out. Skull Island came out in 2017, and this came out in 2019. Because Ghidorah was referenced at the end of Skull Island in the cave paintings. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they were leading up to they were leading up to Godzilla versus Kong. In that, okay, that's what they were leading up to. Yeah. This could functionally. Yeah, and, and and you're not wrong in that. Like this is the second movie in the story, right? Yeah. Like they jumped way way back for Skull Island, so this is the first time we've actually moved things forward since Gareth Edwards Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> and and post this, we will have got two more movies and a TV show, as we were pointing out. Yeah, um, is anybody watching that? I I am not watching it. No, I, no, I, I don't know. Like it, it's one of those things where. It, that's coming out on Apple TV, right? It, yeah. Am I mistaken? I That's Apple so. TV. So Apple TV is good. It's like yeah, they they. I don't think there's a bad show on that network. It, like even the foundation for being as cheesy as it can be is still really good sci-fi. And so I'm True. I'm like I might check it out just because it got onto Apple. Like maybe it's actually good. I don't I, have Apple, so. Yeah. yeah. The most notable thing about it is that Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell are playing the same character. 50 years apart. That's the only notable thing about the show. I'm in it just for that. They, they both said that it's the first time they've ever done it and they're excited to try it with a character. Because so. Wyatt Russell said he would never play his father's character. Well, you're you're literally playing the same person now. That, I think he, that's different. I think he meant more so like the escape He'd never play Snake things Plissken. like that. Yeah. The right. legacy characters, never, yeah. Yeah, never a legacy character, never something that's already been established. This is going to be established within itself so that's a little different than like taking over yeah sure well um let's let's dive into it with our with our positives uh at the front but first let's let's get our first reactions did you guys see this in theaters hope did you see this in the the movies 
I did not. I don't think I did. Um, this didn't get you into the theater? What the fuck? Well, this I am very the loyal. Theater. I'm very loyal to Godzilla, but I'm loyal to its Japanese roots, not its yeah. American roots. <laughs> um, this character doesn't so, really work very well in America, I don't think. It just kind of devolves into a generic monster movie, if you think about it. Mm. Right. It, yeah. Whereas it's been established in Japan since like the 30s, 40s. It's yeah. But the thing is, if it was King Kong, that's different because I own the original 1933 version of King Kong. Like mm. that's American straight through and through. That's like a classic. Um, and but Godzilla, like it, it has the mythos from Japan behind it. So I think it should just stay with Japanese mm. filmmakers because of that, because it has the mythos. Oh, and I, my, I, my argument is the best one that we've had in the last decade was the Japanese one with Shin Godzilla. Like that oh, was just, yeah. just exactly. way better. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Cause they know what they're doing. They know the mythos. They know their legend. They know their legacy. It's, it's theirs. Yeah. Well, the Godzilla character is a is a metaphor for uh, how humans handle a catastrophe. It, it's that's mm. what it's about. Like the the original version, the Gojira film, was essentially about humans in Japan dealing with the fallout of the atomic bomb. That's essentially what it's about. And post World War II, dealing with the cleanup. And then Shin Godzilla is a modern reworking of that where it dealt with the, um, what was the power plant in Japan that was destroyed by the tsunami? What was the name of it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't you, think of you it know, right You know what I'm yes. talking about. But anyways, that power plant that collapsed and how humans had to form committees and they had to sacrifice themselves in order to shut it down before it went nuclear. That's what that film is about. Mm. Then you look at the American versions, like, you know, 98 Godzilla and all that crap. It, they're just monster movies. They are just monster movies. And there's been tons of sequels about this character, but they just kind of devolve into what's the next monster? What's he going to punch next? And they, they don't really have a lot of state, but there's a charm to them. They're kind of fun. They're kind of silly. I mean, a lot of them are pretty bad, but mm. uh, the, the character itself is more, it, it became goofier as it went along. I, I compare it a bit to the Terminator series where the Terminator in the original is much more dark and serious, and it's about yeah. it's, it's really about something. Then the sequels they get in a little bit more schlocky. Well, there's also like fifty Godzilla movies. Like, it's, yeah, it's a huge. There is, yeah. I pulled up a um, a listing from Reddit um, about uh, what movies exist, and it, at currently at this time, there's 31 separate Godzilla films. That's what uh, I'm that saying. Includes, it's a huge yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah, currently existing, there's 31 in existence. There's more on the way. When I realized, I didn't even know there was another one coming out next year. <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I this lists all the different films and how much screen time he has in each movie. And yeah, I was mm-hmm. shocked to see that he doesn't even get more than a half an hour in each movie. Yeah. Some movies, he's only in it for about five minutes. Well, you just said so yourself. It's about how the humans handle it so yeah, obviously right. they're going to focus on like the drama of the humans dealing with it yeah even shin godzilla right here he's listed at 17 minutes and 23 seconds in that two-hour movie yeah 
he's barely in it for screen time. You know, he's like referenced. He's he, you kind of hear him in the background, but it's like full scale on screen. Not even 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it makes sense, though. It does. I mean, yeah. just. The type of story it is, you know, then you have the technical display, you have everything going on. Like, it, it doesn't shock me at all. Yeah. 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 I, I think there's a big comparison too between uh specifically what like calling out the the like the difference between the American and Japanese films. I think the American films tend to lean on the like disaster movie roots. Oh where yeah. like like this is more in league with you know anything that you'd see uh, you know, Roland Emmerich do. R- Roland Emmerich do, yeah, because hey. he did do one of these. You know, like there's a reason he got his hands on the the IP for a minute. Um, versus like the, I think the Japanese movies are like response movies. Like yeah. you're, you know, watching people that are good at what they do respond to an impossible situation. Yeah. Versus like just inventing things to allow the monsters to keep fighting each other. Yeah. Like to keep the, to keep this, this, you know, destructive ball rolling. We have to have a reason for all of these monsters to be upset and smashing cities off screen for like, for, you know, reasons to bring the stakes up. Cause it's, it's Hollywood and it's big budget versus, yeah. you know, that kind of uh, approach of, no, this is like, how does a community respond to it? to an yeah. impossible situation. Well, and yeah. Japan's more of a community than us. That's for fucking right. sure. Yeah. That's part of uh, the, the pitch that I have coming up today because I'm fixing this one. So, but yeah. yeah, I'm exci- I'm excited to see what what your fix yeah. is. I, I have a I have a couple picks from the movie that are like we have to keep a couple things. Yeah, but There's a couple um, things to keep. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Let's so so let's do our um, Jesse. What was your initial impression when you saw this? Did you watch it for this episode or had you seen it previously? I, I'd seen I'd seen it before. I remember thinking, um, I, I, I at the time I really liked the 2014 movie. I've since soured on it because there's no interesting characters at all. I would say this movie is even worse because not only are the characters not terribly interesting, but also the situation that they are put in is completely implausible and would never, ever happen and is absolutely ridiculous in terms of what the characters do. <laughs> like uh, Vera Farmiga becomes an eco-terrorist and the girl from Stranger Things is apparently hanging out with the dude from Early Edition and uh, it's they have a giant airship that flies around and defies the laws of gravity. I... It, it wants to be schlocky, but then it wants to be serious at the same time. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So I, I kind of, it's kind of like, um, it's like a middle of the road movie for me. Like there's some stuff in it I like, but there's a lot of crap I don't. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, the, I, yeah. Th- there, there's a lot of logic missing from the background, and it's all for sake of, uh, display and while i get that i get that move this is godzilla in american theaters you want it to be big and and i'll give it when it goes big it is artistic oh borderline when it goes big huge um but it like it is all to service those moments and not to have anything running in the background like this is this is skeleton crew back (laughs) behind yeah. So I like I love it. I I kind of I I dig it for being bad. This is this is the one <laughs> like of, of this series. I think Skull 
Island was genuinely trying to do something. I yeah. think the 2014 one is dark and dour, and I think that's why I like it. It actually has a tone. Yeah. This is the first one that I'm like, wow, what a misfire. This is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you have to take a break while you were watching this? Were I like, had to take a break in the middle. I was like... <laughs> like was Godzilla like, like when Rodan showed up and it was like flying around like a fucking bird all the time and shit? I got I got to save those for the negatives. I got <laughs> I got to save those for the, sorry. We so we'll circle back around on this. Oh, this is so stupid. Oh, so God. so hope I know you're very opposed to this even the existence of this film. Um, what what redeeming qualities did it bring you when you watched it? What did anything sing out to you? I mean, I'm. I Godzilla's chonky, I think. He's chonky. He's chonky, baby. Uh, he is well so, designed. <laughs> the the only the one thing I always go for with these films is I'm like, it has a great cast. Does the cast always follow through? A lot of the times, <laughs> did it's the cast all know what movie they were in? Did they know what they signed on their contracts? <laughs> right. I mentioned in our Discord chat that this is like the most non-committal movie because most of it's just a green screen show. Just like stare off into the distance of the green screen. You're going to get paid thousands of dollars. Yeah. That's the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. This is all yeah. done on a stage. Was there any location shoots in this movie? No. I don't think there were. <laughs> and if there was, I'd be shocked. Dude, I'm pretty sure, like the the house that they're in for breakfast in the morning. Yeah, uh, I throw air quotes around that. I'm pretty sure that was a set. I'm pretty sure they didn't even go to a oh, real yeah. house. That that house looked a little too big and spacious. I was like, that's some wide hallways. That's yeah. some rich people shit. Right. Yeah, especially for a single mom. I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah, but she's also like fucking go- secret black op government money. Oh wait, no. That, that the house is inside of a of a containment facility. That's yeah. In, like, was it Peru or something like? That? So it's like government yeah, shit. It's, it's, yeah. Okay, all right, government. That's what I'm saying. That's secret black up government shit money. So we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The other house where like she runs off to at the end of the movie. Oh, the that house in was Boston. Like, yeah, that's that was like when they were all still together. All right. Which that I, I, also bugs me, by the way. That's a whole. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We're, we'll get into that. Oh, that they just happen to end up in Boston. <laughs> the, the it's place not even that. Up. It's not even that. But <laughs> or, 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 or the fact that this entire cast who has apparently spent a bunch of time in Boston has no box Boston accent. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> it's not even like part of their characters. Yeah. They were cast. They were some Matt the Damon in there. <laughs> Right, Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. I would take him instead of Kyle Kyle Chandler. Instead of wow, that's I. I feel like it is very much the script's fault that he has <laughs> nothing to do here, and not his fault that he has nothing to do here. That's what I'm saying. Space the other, I was, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It, it's one of those things where you know I. The script makes the actor in this part. You can, you can only polish it turd so much it's like it's like trying to i think one of my my best 
things is where like there's one actor in the bunch that's like taking it super seriously and everyone's like bro just fuck off and they're like no acting you know (laughs) and and that's kind of what it was for this film like i that's what i think was it um like Vera, like not even Vera Farmiga is a really good actress, and not even she was like acting. I think. Oh my god, her dude. her villain speech is so lame. <laughs> she had a PowerPoint like prepared <laughs> to try to gaslight these people. I saw you post uh, that. You're like, there's a fucking PowerPoint. I was like. The, uh, the- She's got a PowerPoint to try to gaslight these people into thinking that she's doing something good by mm. releasing skyscraper-sized <laughs> monsters onto the earth and then trying to sell that as if she really believes in these lines. Yeah. The, when they cut to her crying in the kitchen later on, that is her crying over her career. Like, <laughs> I've done so much great shit, and now I'm trying to sell the idea that I'm benevolently <laughs> releasing monsters onto the earth. Was this before or after Bates Motel? Oh, I don't know. No, I, I, I can't for remember. that, she's probably like, God damn it, why couldn't they do another fucking Conjuring movie? <laughs> no, no she's, she's, shit? she's just into her crying hands, her cell phone. Just sign me up for the fourth one. Yeah, I'm so ready, guys. <laughs> Isn't she like a musician? I don't care now if it's another like fucking that? doll, just do it. <laughs> right. Isn't she like a musician now or something? Oh, I don't know. That'd be cool. Hmm. Yeah. She's that, very uh, talented. Like I, I don't. Oh I, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> I know that. Um, who's the who? Uh, Patrick Wilson. He's a musician on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh dude. Yeah. He's a talented singer. Yeah. Another, oh, yeah. yeah. Another person who I feel so bad for in this movie is Ken Watanabe. Oh yeah, the one character that carries over from the previous movie. <laughs> Please let me kill myself and get out of this movie. Oh god! Not only that, but he's like he's the only again he's the only one who's like no, this is acting, and I'm like oh hi baby sweetie. No, not for this movie, <laughs> not not for this movie, man. I love you so much, Ken, but no. You know what's funny in uh, Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong, whatever the fuck the title is, um, his that character's son is the pilot of Mecha Godzilla. Hmm. And it's mentioned in one line that it's his son. Oh, do you mean do you mean like the off-screen line in this movie that tells us that Boston's empty? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just like Batman v Superman. We swear the entire downtown district is totally empty. Really? The whole oh. town. Also, also All then, of cut, it. then cut to Boston later on, and they're still airdropping people out of the stadium, so they were <laughs> lying at that point too. Yeah, I was just ready to nuke the whole city. Just like, have, oh yeah, fuck them. I have a note in my notes that says, I get vibes of Zack Snyder and Michael Bay with the excessive amount of military porn. Yeah. Like the military's everywhere in these fucking movies. Yeah, yeah. It's just, oh my God. It's just, it's I, insane. I'm having a hard time not making fun of the movie. Like I'm genuinely trying to move through positives and I'm like, I'm having a hard time not just knocking the knees out from under it. Here's a positive. All the monsters are cool. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Like you want to see bigger, scarier versions of all these monsters. You got them. Uh, 
O'Shea Except Jackson. Mothra, who's way too fucking small. I was like, O'Shea Jackson calling out bad parenting. I liked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That oh, was yeah. funny. Ice Cube's kid. I I forgot he'd been acting for so long at this point. Yeah. 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 It's he, so weird. I, I, I think of the entire cast, he and Bradley Whitford understood the like Michael Bay over the top stereotype character they needed yep. to be in this movie because yeah. they, they like both of their performances are just like shining lights of like they're what oh, they're okay, supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was saying to Jesse, Bradley Whitford is so good that I didn't even realize <laughs> he was the lore dump guy until like halfway through his lines. And I'm like, oh, he's just talking about the background of the movie for me. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Captain Exposition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's good Pretty at much. it. He's good at it. Yeah, yeah. He's, and he's another great actor. I, and he has so much range. I've seen him in comedies, I've seen him in serious roles. Mm-hmm. He's. He's an underrated actor for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so great cast. I think we all agreed earlier. Great visuals. Like when this movie goes all out. Yeah. Uh, holy a little f- dark, a little visually dark, but overall, I think it's it's a good looking film. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The monsters yeah, the- are done beautifully. I think they look yeah. really good. They yeah. they feel like they have They're weight good. to them too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When when uh, what is it? Is, is Rodan the big bird one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When he's kind of flying around, the it, it fire. Seems like there's a lot of weights. Yeah, the fire bird. Yeah, it's like there's uh, a lot of weights to his movements. Yeah, I love it, that. Like the his wings are even just so massive that they're destructive in the flap. Like he's not yeah. a he's not a weak bird. I love that. Yeah. That barrel roll he does, knocking out all the aircraft. That was kind of cool. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I still laugh though. Well, they're like, get out of there, get out of there, eject. He's like, I'm ejecting. Hope. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's one thing I did. Dark. <laughs> that's one thing I did steal and put into the pitch. I was like, I'm not letting, I'm not letting that go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. That's too I good. I laughed so hard at that. I was like, bro, I would have just stayed in my plane at that point. <laughs> like, fuck that. It feels like a Rick and Morty bit. I feel like I've seen that somewhere else. Oh, probably. probably. <laughs> <laughs> the alternative was much worse. Right. Oh, yeah, when uh when Ghidorah bites the the power station in Boston and lets out his like ultimate flare lightning attack, like that shit looks so mm-hmm. good. I like yeah. it's it's kind of cool to see how far CGI has come and and yeah. just you oh, know yeah. those images and and what they're able to do like it's it's really impressive it like you i caught myself always looking forward to the next one even if the movie was just like grinding its gears behind me i was still going like yeah but i know there's another cool shot coming up and i want to mm-hmm. see that cool shot mm-hmm. yeah it feels like an engine that is fully functional but it had like corn syrup dumped into the engine, so it's like it's like churning and kind of grinding. It's not quite getting into gear at any right. point. It's just or like it's like it's like a time. teenage it's like a teenager learning stick shift for the first time. Yeah, like, uh, yes, that's it. That's uh, uh. it. Specifically, like the way that sometimes people will accidentally like over RPM as they're yeah. in the middle of the gears. Yeah, that, the, that's when the movie's the best when it's just like spinning its tires for a second, going like this is gonna be really cool. <laughs> guys we promise it's gonna be awesome (laughs) that's where i the movie really grabs me and then it'll just lose me for huge swaths yeah i feel like we're chopping at the bits of really diving into negatives because there's not a lot to talk about positives like it looks fine it's competently made it's yeah it's 
A lot of the cast tried. <laughs> they tried. They tried. It's the biggest film Michael Doherty's ever made, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Did he do got... the next one? Did he do the next one? No. Um, Adam Wingard has taken over. Oh, for, yeah, that's uh, right. Wingard. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's what we're he, he got that about. one and the next one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which, like, that's another, you know, like, very visual filmmaker that like despite the issues within that very very funny movie um yeah it, 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 it he's got some cool shit in there too like i yeah, that, yeah. what one of the issues on film rescue that we run into as hosts is the slog of stuff right like yeah there's so many transformers movies that I'm, we're not going to cover all of them mm-hmm. and there's so many don't like, ask to do last <laughs> night if anybody's listening don't ever fucking ask i will shoot myself I'm not and doing it. They're just going to keep making them, you know? And so, like, it, it doesn't feel worth getting back in. Yeah. Uh, they made into one this... this year. It came out and it tanked. Like, it's, it, like they're just going right. to keep making them. You know, it doesn't matter. It went straight to my airplane ride. <laughs> yeah, I was just talking about this with, like, other people at work and whatnot. Just, like, I'm getting fatigued with all these franchises. Like, I'm get, whether yeah. it's superhero, whether it's Transformers, whether it's whatever, I'm getting so fatigued with this, like, Overturning of product, yeah. like okay, like yeah. let me take a breath, bro. Like, yeah, seriously, let me breathe. It's I'm getting, I'm drowning in this content that doesn't need to be content. Yeah, and that's what it is for a lot of, and that's where we run into this film rescue shit. It's like we can only say the same shit over and over because it's literally the same shit over and over. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of which, go see the Marvels in theaters right now. It made six point six million on its two hundred forty-five million dollar budget. <laughs> wow. I am actually seeing it after this. What? Fuck. I'm gonna okay, wait sir. till it comes out on Disney. I am. I, right, I'm already... done. I'm done with Marvel. I'm done. I'm out. I I have the free I'm ticket done. thing where like oh, you, oh the they AMC give you free light. tickets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, AMC. so you don't even have to pay? Oh, yeah, okay. I'm not paying. Yeah, I'm I'm literally going to go because it's that or Exorcist Believer, and like <laughs> I know which one I would enjoy better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, and my, my point there was within this Godzilla movie, like there's a lot of really, really cool stuff that like, we're not here to shit on anybody's parade as we're about to go on into the shit parade part. The shit parade part exists. And I think we specifically picked this movie because 2014 isn't trying to be sci-fi. The 2014 one is just trying to be a Godzilla movie. And then- Godzilla versus Kong is exactly what it is. Like it is not hiding that this is WWE for kaiju. Yeah, and it's that's, a monster punch him up. That's no. all. It, yeah. That's all it needs to be. This one, on the other hand, is riding the goddamn fence so hard that I feel like it needs to be kicked one way or the other. And that's why yeah. we're about to lay into what is wrong with this movie. And oh boy, does it have some issues. Fucking eco-terrorist? That's your fucking hook? <laughs> That's your hook. You're, you're really dedicated to this. Really. Did you, did you read uh, Charles Dance's character, Alan Jonah? Did you read his background? No. What is it? This is from the Wikipedia, because you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't otherwise get this out of the I movie. I was about to say, this has to be some deep dive shit. <laughs> 
A former British SAS colonel and MI6 agent who defected after becoming disillusioned by humanity during his time in the service. Obsessed with leveling the global playing field and restoring the natural order, he became the mercenary leader of an anarchist. Okay, so he went from SAS to anarchist. Okay. But what did he he defect to? Himself. A a group that was trafficking Titan DNA. So he literally, this man is a Republican turned libertarian. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh. That's some special shit right there. And, and he's an eco-terrorist, too. By, by the way, guys, he really cares about the environment. <laughs> he cares about it so much, he's willing to wake up monsters to wipe out the environment. He's totally into this. Right. Uh, I, I'm really sick of this, this crux of a story being like, the only way to save humanity is to wipe it out. Like, could you just shut the fuck up? I'm so over it. <laughs> it is a very privileged white man attitude to have about the world, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, <coughs> I don't know. The, the character just plays as like, what if Elon Musk was James Bond? <laughs> then he'd be dead in five minutes. <laughs> Can we just hand out free vasectomies instead? Like, that'd be great. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm in. Problem free Viagra solved. on the way out. Problem solved. <laughs> Um, so, okay, I, I have a, I have a huge major structural issue with the movie. Go for it. Please. Um, please. Dr. Russell and Madison Russell, uh, Vera Farmiga and Millie Bobby Brown's characters. Yeah. Are superfluous to each other. And. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Should have been combined into a single character. Agreed. Um, I don't think that functionally changes anything else that has to happen in the movie uh, other than Vera Farmiga's character doesn't have to get turned on by the James Bond guy and then just like be just leave. I guess that like that's what I gather from the movie. She just like leaves the base is only there to attract the teen crowd. Yeah. Because she was in Stranger Things, and that's popular, and so let's put her in movies. Like, she doesn't sure. do anything. Yeah, like no, she, uh, like Vera Farmiga can do all the same shit. Like she, it's like, the same thing. How, with why Vera does... Farmiga is there for like the older crowd because like we know her from everything, so we would see want to see her in this. The younger crowd doesn't maybe not know Godzilla as much, so they get in Millie Bobby Brown to draw on the crowd. It's right, just like yeah. throwing any like big name actor onto something just to attract them. It's right. it's just yeah. bait. They're both homer just bait, honestly. And that that's their purpose. It's not even like real characters. They're just they're just grab bait to get you to the theater. Right. It it feels highly manufactured. Cause yeah, no, yeah, it, character it, could have just been the Republican turned libertarian turned eco terrorist turned whatever like that could have just been him. We didn't need her in the equation at all. Yeah, or yeah. and I would even argue we don't need him. Like, why is the no. leadership split between the two of them? What shouldn't there be functionally a more direct leader? I, uh, I think my my theory for that is like he's the leader, but she's the money. 
because she's probably is there ever anything mo- in the movie that says that? No, but she's probably siphoning monarch tech and money to make shit for him. Okay. That's my theory. That is my theory. And that's why he like puts up with her. It's 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 like how the CEO would like kind of bend to the president of a company. It's sure. like, well, you know, like I'm running it, but you're the bread yeah. and butter. It's I think it's the same dynamic. It feels like the same dynamic. It it invents things like Madison knows how to use the orca and she's 12. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Again, the, the, they should be the same character. Like. Yeah, it, like like mm-hmm. it, it, either Vera Farmiga's character could have been the one to defect and go to Boston and set up the orca and she's worth uh, in my mind you you split the difference. You cast somebody to be like ah! uh you cast somebody to be Godzilla coming to next season and split the difference you cast someone to be his like you know 20 something's daughter that is working on the Orca team then maybe she hasn't doesn't even have to have invented the tech but she does know how to use it and when she defects when she finds out that he's actually evil and is not actually trying to save the planet Again, right. I don't know how you didn't make that leap in the first place, but mm. uh, again, if if she's a young idealistic person, I can much more believe it. But like, this is it, like aged, wizened mother that should be able to look at like an evil businessman and go, mm, "Actually, you probably will betray me later." Yeah, how are you this naive that you're doing this? Uh, make uh, it, make uh, it a naive character. Yeah. Speaking how old was Millie Bobby Brown characters. when she? Millie Bobby Brown is playing a 12-year-old, but she's, like, actually 17 doing this role, right? No. Well, no. I wasn't going to say that. That naive character I was talking about was, like, um, Thomas Middleich's character. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sam Coleman. Oh, yeah. The dude from Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. I hate his character. Yeah. (laughs) He's there to make quips. They're not even good. If Brown knows he was a human being. I cringed so much when he said shit. When he met the, the gonorrhea, chlamydia, whatever fucking joke, I oh, like tucked <laughs> into he, my shirt and was he just He turns like, on the kaiju porn no. in the middle of a like government. <laughs> and then he literally blurred out. Is, uh, oh my I Christ. I Hated That's that the movie character. I wanted this movie to be. I wanted the, it to be like kaiju porn, the, uh, the like the <laughs> Lord and Miller version. That like, oh yeah, dude, these things. Of course they're fucking because how else do they propagate? Like that was the whole like thing in the last one was they were trying to make an egg, right? So like uh, that. Was if that you're the gonna last go- one, I don't remember. <laughs> I that, that's the plot of of 2014 Godzilla. The the Mutos are trying to breed. Oh, yeah. Can I just mention the Mudos in 2014 are the worst design for a monster? They're awful. <laughs> they, they look like crabs or spiders, and they just look kind of just ugly and just kind of like stomp around. It's like they just... They, they look like what you would invent for a PS1 Godzilla villain. Yes. You, you know what I mean? If you need like a thousand yeah. of something for Godzilla to smash through in a level. Fodder. Fodder monsters. Yeah, that's that there are cooler monsters in this movie. Yes, there are. <laughs> a lot of them. 
Um, yeah, mm. that 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 that's kind of a the 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 need for all these extra characters kind of kind of hurts the movie in my mind. And then I had a I had a big filmmaking issue on the other side. Mm, Tons of what? green screen, not enough actual well, shit in the movie. Yeah, you're you're bowling down the right alley, but I I think I figured out what the actual like why this movie feels cheap the way that it does. What is it? So we have these gorgeous giant CGI plates being made for the the kaiju, right? Yeah, and then we have to have the the human being cutaway reactions, and so we're getting a lot. Uh, the the scene I'm going to pick on the same shot. They're never, they're never in the same, the same shot. And, and it, sometimes th- there's a couple where like, there's a couple point of view, like cutaways where you get a grab of a monster in the background of a shot sometimes. But yeah. like the, the scene I want to pick on specifically is uh, Mothra's introduction. That, I, yeah, I know exactly okay. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so the way that scene plays out, he's like looking through the rain and Mothra comes down through and we cut to Mothra. But on the wide, it's the rig. Like you can't see Kyle Chandler at all in, yeah. the, in the wide. And and so w- we cut back to Mothra's point of view, but like really zoomed in on him. And, and so it's lo- like awkwardly close up mm-hmm. to kind of like make us believe that he's seeing something. But there's there's... And they they put the moment in it when Mothra flaps its wings, it should have cut out all the rain, and he falls yeah. backwards with yeah. a sunbeam hitting his face. He's now changing. He's not leaving. He's reinvigorated. He sees mm-hmm. this new op- opportunity to 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 move the effect. And we're, what we're seeing from Mothra's point of view is a literal god seeing someone fall down in their presence. And you could have communicated this in the movie with a shot from behind Kyle Chandler as he falls down and the rain getting split over top of him with Mothra wide filling up the background of yeah yeah imagine that in that scene now we have that a powerful been- moving scene yeah. instead of it just being like implied through like shot counter shot <laughs> but all these actors were filmed at separate times so we can't do that Seth <sighs> yeah i guess i just i think this movie's yeah. it for this movie to be two hours and fifteen minutes long, they could have done some interstitial shooting to add like that's what's missing from a lot of movies now, to be clear. Like even Yeah. Like, Connection? Even some of the, yeah, yeah. That like the the connective tissue, that scene geography, that that push of we're not just implying that Mothra is a god coming through the clouds like a deus ex machina we're telling you that's what this shit is Mm -hmm. but you can only do that by adding the shots in and you like you have to actually want to plan this so those are my two soapboxes i'm going to turn it over to you guys to tear this thing apart but (laughs) no i I agree from story creation and from like film creation it just missed in a couple places well that's how a lot of movies like that's how a lot of these bigger movies being made now like even like the marvel films like even though i'm wearing a marvel t-shirt right now connected they're so disconnected. Yeah, like, like m- multiverse of madness. All the characters of the Illuminati, like they're None they were never shot together. Person. They never met, right? And that's why it feels weird when they're standing next to each other and they don't really acknowledge each other because they weren't there. Yeah, it's like spend the extra million to get these assholes on set for a day, guys. And we can't even like go back to saying, oh, it was COVID times, because we're well past that now to where we oh, can we're, still yeah, we're interconnect. Yeah. We're beyond that. Well, yeah. And, and like, even, 
even through COVID times, you have people doing things like everything everywhere all at once where they are literally not shooting together and doing everything they can to make it feel connected shot to shot by actually taking the time and planning their shots. A lot of this is like pre-vis, pre-packaging, and then you go in and shoot out the stuff you know, and then you go back through in your reshoots to shoot out the stuff you didn't know, and and it's just kind of lost that like big dick energy of no mothra is a god i'm going to show you a god on screen right now well it doesn't even need that it's also like just getting the shots just taking the time to do it like going back to the original evil dead there was the shemping element of that film where they film another actor over their shoulder oh yeah and they would Mm -hmm. pretend that was another person to get the shot they needed like a lot of those actors they were not in conversation with the person they're supposed to be in the scene with because they weren't available. Yeah. Like, but so, you can still get the, the feel of it, though. The feel is there, though, and that's the problem. Like, I don't feel like any of these er- these actors or characters are in the same scene with any of these creatures. It feels so disconnected to each other. <laughs> right. They're disconnected, therefore I feel disconnected. Yeah. So. You know what the film feels like to me? What's that? Remember that movie World War Z? Oh yeah. <laughs> we go to every we go to each location, another monster shows up. We go to each location, another monster shows up. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And the military's just kind of there and they get their asses handed to them, and then we go to another location and more monsters show up. It's the same movie. Yeah. And then we end it with a with a Deus Ex Machina machine that stops it, just like the weird serum at the end of World War Z. It's the same movie. Same movie. It's like the the kick the can down the hall kind of method to to storytelling. Yeah. Just like get to the next thing, get to the next yeah. thing. Yeah, road trip movie, but done really poorly. <laughs> I think I put that in the chat, didn't I? I did like a. Yeah, I think you said it was a road oh, trip movie. Yeah. It's, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of a road trip movie. Yeah. No, no. Uh, th- this <laughs> it shares the title of the original Toho Godzilla, but it feels yeah. like a speed run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's rush through everything. <laughs> quick, from the finale of the last one. Now Mothra. Now quick, speed through the breakfast. Now Monarch. Now we got to get to Rodan as quick as possible. Like, Also, humanity says that they think Godzilla is like a hero now. Whatever gave you the impression of that? That fucker destroys everything in his path. <laughs> I, he's honestly, at this point, like lesser of two evils, not a hero. Yeah, but they always... But then, like, Ken like, Watanabe is my premium, and- like... Is, is like a hero or a god? Ken Watanabe's character's more like he respects Reverent. him. Like he, it's like that was his white whale, basically. Mm. And the fact that he like got to be with him in his final moments, he's like that's why his last words he says to him are like goodbye, old friend. You know, yeah. like he might have been like attacking and going against him, and he knows. He's like the ant, but he just, it's like his white whale. That's his thing. That's what his life was about. So it's, it's, it's like telling a professor to seek this theory for 70 years and then for it to be disproven the day before he dies. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's the same shit. Yeah, I I like I like the way that his character anthropomorphizes the kaiju, and in my head canon, I think that's happening 
throughout these universes where when they say things like, oh, I guess Godzilla's one of the good guys now, that's them like anthropomorphizing a situation that they can't wrap their heads around. Because in my mind, these are like, these are these are creatures, you know what I mean? They they mm. roam and they eat and they they do what they do. And the the point of this movie is like we're loud, interruptive pests that yeah. that you know what I mean? Like we're just kind of our cities are these big ringing bells to the kaiju, and that's why they they go and attack them. But we may find a way to in, to not destroy them and keep them on our planet. That would be the ideal situation. And then they just anthropomorphize these like oh Ghidorah's evil because Ghidorah's like aggressive and it's like Ghidorah's a three-headed serpent that can't talk so I like I don't you know what I mean like I don't know if he really really feels that way but we feel that way onto him and and that's kind of the point of the kaiju is they represent the monsters we're facing inside in the best versions of this stuff I won't say that's actively here in this movie but they it should be in the best versions there's the whole thing with Ghidorah though where he's like outside of the food chain like he's because yeah because the back the backstory the back lore is he's not a part of the kaiju he's like he is the alien who comes in and is like I'm going to take over your planet or you know it's an alien movie without being an alien movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mars Attacks. <laughs> it's Mars Attacks. <laughs> he just happens to look just like all the other monsters on this planet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what a coincidence. Well, and like, again, like the very next movie is going to go into uh, uh, Hollow Earth, Earth theory and, and, and all that bullshit. So like, like they're, they're literally logic is thrown out the window in the next one. Like a fuck it. We bro, don't even care anymore. They are one good cameo away from an iron sky crossover in that <laughs> movie. Like you, I shit you not. I shit you not. They are one good no. cameo away. Oh no. God! All we all we need is Nazis and flying saucers flying over our battlefield. And with these and guys. why not? No. Kingy Door is proof that aliens exist, right? Fuck it! Why not? <laughs> Fuck it! <gasps> Dude, I hope Space Hitler comes in the next one. Oh, this is the most fuck it franchise. Oh, Jesus Christ! You know what? Bring in Velocipaster. Make me happy. You can do fuck it franchises, and it can work when you make that the tongue in cheek tone. Like, do either of you guys watch Baki? Oh, Baki. No, I don't know what that is. So, it, so Jesse doesn't do anime, Seth. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I, th- you might be into this. I, one. I was thinking, I was thinking of like uh, the Chucky series, the oh. Child's Play series. Like they just went and said, "Fuck it, <laughs> we don't give a shit." Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So and that, yeah, that that's a great example for sure. Yeah, they, I, I think, I think this movie almost made it to fuck it too. Like it. It almost made it into it's that so fuck close. it territory. It's so close. It's so Honestly, close. Honestly, if they had done just a little bit more, then I would have been like, okay, cool. If this is where we're at, I can accept that. But they didn't. They kept going like, eh, eh, yeah. Like, just this just movie is so fence sitting that it does the Godzilla saves the day at the last moment three different uh, times. Yeah. It does oh, it yeah. three times. That's a joke. Yes. <laughs> that is that is the, the yeah. foundation of a joke. My my big note here is that I love how the ending is like we saved the day even though we literally just contaminated the entire eastern seaboard with nuclear radiation. <laughs> we right. saved the day, guys. Right, we did it. Nobody can return home to the northeast, but did we need the northeast even? Uh, yeah. 
Um, but this I, means that Chip. This means Chip is dead. Dude, they do kill Chip in this movie. It doesn't. Fuck, <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, Shit. Okay. Sorry, Chris. I did miss one positive. Uh, what? F- from what the movie. I, I really wanted to be sure to call this out. The is it the Serge Jankian cover of Godzilla, which is totally out of place in this movie? <laughs> no. The <laughs> Okay, that totally out of place in this movie. The last five minutes of this movie, from where Vera Farmiga's character dies through the end, mm. is the most straight-gas kaiju shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah, where Godzilla gets, like, supercharged. Yes. The superchar and the, and the hits, and the hits keep coming, and then the fake-out that, like, maybe Ghidorah survived, but no, it's Godzilla trying to blow his head off with atomic breath. That shit is absolute fire. The last five minutes of this movie, untouchable. Just yep. perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. That's what I wanted more of. A straight kaiju porn. That That's the kaiju porn. For sure. Yeah. Like, I think that's why yeah. on the edible, I walked out of the theater liking the movie because the last five minutes were like bouncing around in my head. And I was like, that was straight well, gas. That's that all, was awesome. That's all you remember. <laughs> I had the same feeling when I walked out of 2014. I remember that last like 20 minutes, and I was like, "Oh, that was awesome!" When he blew that atomic breath down that fucking thing's throat. Right. And I remember. Oh, the rest of the movie is so fucking forgettable. No, truly, like- <laughs> that movie is the best as a Godzilla short film from the Halo jump to the end. You don't need yes. shit else from the movie either. Again, yeah, yeah. For Halo jump on straight gas, and yeah. that—that's why these movies keep me coming back because they'll jump, they'll pour absolute like nitrous onto the last five minutes of the movie. Here's where the budget went. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, did, here's a question. Did Jared Kiso's character survive at the end of 2014, or did he die? No, he definitely died in that. Yeah. Fuck. That fucks up my pitch. I, God damn it. We we the pitch. Just pretend make, he survived. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, exactly. he did not jump. He was just the jumped instructor in that one. He did not actually He didn't jump. die. Okay, deal. He didn't die. Sure, sure, still here, folks. If he jumped out of the plane saying, put, put your balls on target, dead fuckers! <laughs> oh my lord, I need it so bad. It has transcended my pyramid of need to be the entire thing. I, I need it. <laughs> You're sure saying to jump out. Give your balls on target, dead fucker! Fuck. Oh wow. God damn. Okay, maybe we do need AI. Maybe we need AI to make that real quick. And then we turn it off. Oh fuck. Oh, Where have shit. we gone? <laughs> oh god. Oh Lord. It. Oh, what Where what really gone? bugged you in this movie? Oh, oh, real quick, I have one other positive. Oh. Um uh, I know one of the people that was in this movie. Um you know the the two guards that guard Charles Dance's character? Yeah. You know the bald hair, the bald-headed woman in the background. You might have to send that, me a picture. <laughs> anyways, yeah. it doesn't matter. One of them, I, I know, is a cosplayer named Miss Sinister. She's retired from the cosplay community. I know, her, I know, I know who she is. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, that's that cool. cool. She was, she was also at a little bit in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, I think. Nice. She was when Yondu's oh. at the at the uh, the whorehouse. <laughs> that's funny. Very yeah, nice. she's one of the. She's one of the the women in the background. <laughs> so. Very nice. So, yeah. I wonder what nice. it was like on set. I, I I imagine this was probably pretty fun to shoot overall. You know, because uh, I mean? it's the most non-committal thing ever, and it's mostly yeah. a stage, and it's it's air conditioned, and everyone's just yeah. hanging around, having a good time, looking off at shit in the distance. 
Like so, I said, this is like the most non-committal. It's like being in a James Bond movie. You don't do anything. <laughs> you don't do anything. Like you just kind of sit there and look at a green screen. Like there's, you know, like this symptom of like everything from Sin City forward doing this kind of shit that was fine for a little while. That mm. brief window of the green screen movie. It needs yeah. to stop. It needs to stop, dude. These oh, these don't feel like real movies anymore. Because they're not. You know, they just. Yeah, like Ant-Man 3. Wonderful. Great. Just what I needed to experience in my life. God. Modoc's fucking ass Don't in my face. <laughs> Hope, what's not working for you in this movie? What what are we cutting out from our pitch? Uh so I I think what needs to be cut out of the movie a lot is I, as we established before, there's so many, not just one character, there's a lot of characters that can just be cut out because of the same fucking shit. Right. You know, uh, the, you honestly don't even need the eco-terrorism shit at all. Like that, you could have just had it as straight up the orca misfired. And it could have just like yeah. radio signaled to Ghidorah, and then boom, go from there. You know, it, uh, it, yeah. It could have. They never actually interact with any of the other characters on the airship. Yeah. They right. they never they never like draw the monsters anywhere. I don't think like no. the monsters just show up of their own volition. Like the, you yeah, could just say that Orca misfired. Like, yeah, they're. It, everything could just come down to like a misfire of the Orca. You don't need all this extra shit and then mm. that could have left more time for what we all want is just kaiju you know yeah and that was my big thing like you you set up the beginning of this film perfectly for it too like it it could have been this whole like you used it for mothra to communicate with mothra and then something happens it trips the the orca falls, it could have done something and set off, it could have pinged a fucking, you know, it, it could have just been this whole other thing. You don't need her to betray the monarch. You don't need her to go and be an eco-terrorist. You don't, like, none of this. Now, that could have been, like, a happy accident at the end where they realize, oh, shit, you know, like, yeah, I, I know they fought here, but now there's flowers, you know? That could have just been like as they're chasing the kaiju along the way. Like, I don't know. That that Ooh. was my big thing. Yeah, I, I'm 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 hip to the idea that like it's still a work in progress. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it, it, this is experimental like, no, technology. Like, yeah, there's no like final like this is my master plan. This is just like we're still working on it because we still don't know about half these fuckers. You right. Know? Yeah. It reminds me of that uh, that film Arrival, where they're trying to understand the um, the alien language, and it's just these variations mm -hmm. on circles. And they have entire like college courses studying it, and it's like this little bit translates to this, which translates yep. to that. It's like, but if you turn it, it changes to this, it changes to that. It's like, right? That's the orca. The orca's waveform is literally a circle. Yeah. <laughs> it's By like, the way, the short story for Arrival was beautiful. Loved it. Anyways. Mm. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I need to rewatch that movie. I haven't watched it in a while. Yeah. I love yeah. I love both the movie and the short story. So good. Yeah. yeah. Um, movie's anyways, really fucking depressing. 
Mm. So is the short story. Oh, I know. I mean, the fact that it starts out at the very last, the ending, if you put that film in chronological order, the last shot of the movie is her walking down the hallway after her daughter dies. Like, that's yeah. depressing. <laughs> that's the no end of the shit. movie. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's my biggest thing is you don't need all this superfluous shit. It can literally be, with movies like this, you need it to be simple. You do. Yeah, you can't yeah, overcomplicate yeah. it. And they tried to overcomplicate it. Dude, you don't need that. We all know what we signed up for. We do. Yeah. Just go with it. <laughs> yeah. You can tell they realize this was a huge mistake when in the next film, they don't even mention the eco-terrorism shit. That's uh, it is never. They, ab- they abandon yeah, it right yeah. away. <laughs> we, we get to see like the new bad guys become whoever they sell that head to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like completely just... <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> Killed off screen. Yeah, honestly, I didn't, I'm not sure if the movie even needs people positioned as the villains. You know what I mean? Like, what if this was... Uh... So, so, so check this. What if the story is them, like, trying to work on the Orca as they're collecting, like, the Titan DNA to get the, the unique signatures... And then as after they've basically collected all of them, you now have a completed machine where someone who has that is essentially running the the Titans, right? Yeah. Okay, now it becomes well. a grab. Well, now it becomes a grab of who across this movie can we now not trust in like a clue setting of like who's going to try to take this very powerful device and use it to their own ends. And maybe we've been like learning about these people through like through situations around each kaiju maybe they act oh, accidentally so it's a metaphor it's a metaphor for nuclear armament yeah yeah exactly yeah it's like what if you were it going to do up. this responsibly yeah okay responsibly <laughs> the responsible thing is to just not even go near them and just stay away from them right that's the responsible thing but we're not going to do that because well, then there's no movie <laughs> yeah i mean the uh, another thing too is like they're making the orca to be like make little pocket bubbles of like okay well they're fighting too close to us let's do this to like back them away yeah you know? yeah that that was a interesting development please don't with fight it. in our cities go out to the to the corn belt where there's no one out there please. <laughs> right and like that could have been how they're they're trying to do this not to like control them or whatever just be like hey let's get these frequencies out so we can make our own little pockets they can have their fights we can still live like just, you know. Warning, kaiju crossing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a that. This is a, unfortunately a symptom of uh, this came out after Pacific Rim, and so yeah. you have that looming over this whole movie. It's like, why is this not like Pacific Rim? Which even even to that, like they only put four kaiju out into the movie to actually fight. The others are just like yeah. there is background to be like, oh yeah, also shit's happening around the world. Oh no. Yeah. Well, I was going to say too, and then I know I also recently watched the the animated Pacific Rim on Netflix as well, which was really mm-hmm. good. So like yeah. going from that to that to this, I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Where's all the fun shit? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, man. I, you know, I pointed something else out that really bugged me about this movie. They kill Godzilla halfway through this movie. Yeah. Are we five? Like, 
truly, what was the last time? It's called Godzilla. Come on, man. The last time they did that was in the Roland Emmerich Godzilla. That like yeah. like it didn't work great in that one either. Uh, no. Like it now to their to their uh, advantage, they used it to turn the movie into a raptor movie, which was a great choice. Um, <laughs> the the bat again. The last twenty minutes of of Godzilla two thousand just straight gas. You know what I mean? Like these movies ninety eight ninety eight. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninety eight. Yeah. Godzilla two thousand is a totally different movie. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole. Yeah. Was that Final Wars? Was that the one where Zilla shows up? I think. So. Where the real Godzilla just smacks him into the the Sydney Opera House and kills him in two seconds. That's funny. That I yeah, don't know, but that if it, wonderful. Wonderful little piece of cinema. I have there. to check that out. That's yeah, and voila, cinema. <laughs> it's the ganky little iguana Godzilla, <laughs> like <laughs> uh, that little shit. You see the lineup of like classic Godzillas, and he looks like salacious crumb sitting down at Jabba's <laughs> tail. <laughs> He's just like, hey, everybody. He looks like Sabulba. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, fucking hate that movie. God damn. Uh, here's here's a question though: Is this even worth watching? Because Kong versus Godzilla comes out after this, and it just completely ignores all this bullshit. I is it even is it even worth watching this forward, thing? As Seth was saying, like fast forward to like the end to watch the kaiju porn, and yeah. then just be good. These That's movies can be like say. twenty minutes long. Yeah, yeah. They can be twenty. <laughs> go minutes go long. to like a fan edit. Go to a fan edit where it's just yeah. the fighting. And that's it. That's what I gotta say. Yep. When all the best parts of your movie can be seen as clips on YouTube, you've got a serious problem. Uh, yeah. No. That. Yeah. That's a. That's a great way to put it. Actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I, yeah. I. I think you could make a good drinking game. And die. <laughs> Anytime someone says "Long live the king," <clears throat> anytime anybody ever. Stares off into the distance at a green screen. Uh, anytime uh, you ever see Godzilla roar up to fight and then get the shit slapped out of him before the final battle. <laughs> that happens like three times in this movie. He like roars to go to fight and then just gets his ass handed to him. Anytime the like, dead what? child's brought up. Anytime a dead child Ooh. is brought up. Yeah, dude, you'd be dead by the end of this movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Are we ready to fix this shit show? Yeah, I think we're ready to. I think we're ready to fix it. Uh, we, we, let's take a break. I, I need to use the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take <laughs> okay. a quick break, and when we come back, we will fix this movie. I, I had, I, I had to pause for a second because I was reading the Vera Farmiga section and the Wikipedia, and apparently, yeah. um, the the reason there's a mother daughter relationship is to pass the Bechtel test. Um, Earlier, earlier, I was not going to be mean. Earlier, I was going to use the metaphor and say it feels like they used a crowbar to tear a person in half for this role, and I didn't use that language. Now I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened. That's what they did. There's, we have two, no, technically three, because Mothra is a female, so that we have three females interacting in the first scene, and then they're gone. Do you know how to pass the Bechtel test? Just split your female character in half. No problem. Oh, fucking bullshit. Oh, God. That, I need to go get alcohol. All right. Let's take what? a break. That's a great place to take a break. Bye, everybody. We're mad. Bye. Be back in a second. Fuck. <laughs> 
Fuck oh, me. Lord. Hi, everybody. It's me, Seth. We just wanted to take this midro to kind of remind you that if you're listening to us on podcasts and wanting to know what our faces look like, you could find out by going to our YouTube. If you check out Jaguar Sharks on YouTube, you can find all of our podcasts are being uploaded in vodcast format. Uh, we would really appreciate it to subscribe there. Even if you are going to continue listening through podcasts and not do the video version, we would really appreciate a subscribe over there. That could uh, really help bolster this channel. We see uh, YouTube is a big potential for us to maybe actually start to make some income at doing this. And uh, that's all you would have to do to help us. Just go support us on YouTube. We're also on TikTok where we make clips of the show. If you want to see kind of like the funny bits uh, out of sequence, we throw them out on TikTok to bring people into the podcast and YouTube here. So if you don't know about that, you can also check us out at Jaguar Sharks Network on TikTok. So uh, give us a give us a, check us out. Check us out. This is for the audio form only. So check us out. There's a different midro break in the YouTube version. So maybe this is a self-referential thing for you to check out both. You know, it gives you a little Easter egg at least uh also check out the end after the audio or after the outro always because we sometimes put extra stuff there for you little little gifts just kind of smattered around welcome back to the show we're here talking about godzilla and shit um during the break, I learned something very interesting, specifically... What'd you learn? Specifically interesting to you, Jesse. Um, mm. Godzilla X-Kong, The New Empire, the next movie coming out. Yeah. Uh, Simon Barrett is a writer on that one. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Well, I, he, Adam Wake... Well, it's like, a, it's like a guest reunion, because isn't Dan Stevens... Dan Stevens is the is yeah. lead. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was kind of <laughs> stoked to see the, a little guest reunion there, and Adam Wingard, yeah. uh, you know, directing. I I don't know. I might, I might go check this one out, too. <laughs> Fuck it, right? Well, yeah, at this point, they may as well say fuck it, because uh, for those who don't realize, um, Warner Brothers has not been doing very well financially, and they own the rights to this franchise. There's been talk of them being sold to Universal in the next two years. The owners of the DC properties, the Monsters properties, many, many prestigious films, going over to the people that make the Fast and Furious movies. (laughs) Thank you, Zasloff. You're a fucking parasite. This is all his fault. Damn. Mm-hmm. Anywho, capitalism. Let's go back to fixing this. <laughs> you, you have you have a you have a fix for this one, Jesse. Let's uh let's hear what you've got, and then uh, we'll we'll see if it needs anything else, and we'll round this episode out. Admex, God damn it! This needs robots. Fucking Christ! Like this. I mean, if we're gonna say this is a fuck it franchise, why are there not like mech suits for these guys? They're wandering around like they're, like like there's no radiation. Like these things give off radiation. Yeah. Put them in a machine that actually protects them. I love that like in the last 5 years the government in this actual movie has put together a physics defying aircraft carrier sized flying ship, an mm-hmm. aircraft carrier with a deep sea uh 
nuclear sub in its hangar that they could just just embed it in it. They okay. could just use it. Sure. Uh, but but that nuke has been updated with like really really primo drone technology as well. They got yeah. all this shit right. They have a bomb that destroys oxygen. How does that work? Reasons. They, they have. Infinity budget is the answer. They have infinity budget. So I think you're allowed mechs is my answer, Jesse. I think, yeah. Instead instead of the airship, maybe they invested in mechs. Yeah. Here's my thing. They have all this technology, but then when they send Ken Watanabe's character down, he, they're like, well, this suit looks like it will, is made of cloth. Here you go. And they send him into radiation with like a cloth suit. Bradley Whitford has a line about like pumping him full of drugs to help his body last longer in the radiation. And it's like, this is morbid as fuck. And we're treating it like, <laughs> whoa. Yeah, he's like, I think at that point, you're so uninvested. You don't even care. Anymore. Oh, if, you're, like, yeah, fuck if it. you're still on board when Godzilla dies, the movie was meant for you. Like well, oh, yeah, yeah, through and through. The yeah. movie was meant for you. And it seems blowing up a nuclear warhead next to him is going to revitalize him. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Fine, Nuking Godzilla brings him back to life. I'm, I'm on board. Sure. Anything yeah, from now on mechs. can happen. <laughs> let's get some Gundam yeah. in there. But yeah, well, it's uh, Seth. You played Armor Core Six, right? Yeah. <laughs> you what? Yeah, yeah. It's those kinds of mechs. Uh, each pilot gets to design their own version. So I had the idea that Aaron Taylor Johnson is sticking around for this one. Nice, okay. For him. Wow. And Jared Kiso survives from the previous movie. Love that. You mean Shorzy? Shorzy. Give your balls a tug, a tit fucker. <laughs> His mech will be called tit fucker. Oh, perfect. <laughs> this is an R-rated yes. Godzilla movie too. Oh, absolutely it is. And then you get um, you also get Millie Bobby Brown. She's the new trainee. She's brought into the mech program. Okay. That keeps that gives her a reason to be there. Yeah, she's the ammo runner. I love it. Yeah. Oh no, she gets her own. Mech. Oh, okay. Okay. No, oh, she gets her own mech. All right, Millie. All right, here you go. Well, it's it, it's a it's a squad of mechs. I, I called it. Um, she basically she's like I, the the idiot savant who like gets an, a mech right away. Yeah, she she uh the if you guys watched the original Gundam, obviously, where it's just some random yeah. kid that ends up in the pilot seat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you, Hope. <laughs> you're talking it's just to some me random Seth. person you're talking to me and Seth the two anime heads and then you ask us if we've seen a fucking anime that's a dumb question <laughs> where's where's Mike this is his wheelhouse too <laughs> have you seen just, Baki just Jesse Wait, didn't I just ask you that on this episode <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> anyways so the modern organization all that crap gone I don't like it it's stupid I hate it wow um, okay disavowing it after the events of the last two movies too that's okay. um I, I love that the post credit sequence of Kong Skull Island is now like well, who gives a yeah shit? who gives a who shit cares? <laughs> I, I changed I changed it uh, to the acronym of G-O-D God the Godzilla Observation Division oh, okay that okay. just sounds better to me <laughs> Uh, the film revolves around an alien invasion. So it's not just they wake up Ghidorah and he's just there. It's like, no, they're literally invading. Oh, okay. shit. I like so, that Like, there's better. a crisis. It, yeah, it's not a crisis that the humans are just like, oh, oops, sorry. It's like, you know, it, it's, it's it, more there's urgency. legitimately an invasion. More urgency. There's more threat. Um, and it's it's the human beings waking them up. It just seems like, wow, you guys are a bunch of morons. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, but the political message of the movie revolves around how governments and corporations will exploit a crisis. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, certain places are allowed to be destroyed so that corporations can come in and take over and exploit the land and its resources. So we're going Ooh. back to the crazies now, basically. Yeah. 
Yeah. Maybe so, maybe the Orca tech is already in place in this society then. Maybe Oh, that's in there. Oh, okay. In there. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, the the, the, the eco terrorists are just corporations. Yeah, yeah. They're just, just change they're the just, title. Just, just change the title. It's just it's it's big pharma, it's shell oil, they're the threat. So so some communities get Orca tech to send the kaiju away and other communities don't. Yep, and uh, the GOD, okay. the, the squad of mechs, they keep tabs on Godzilla and the other creatures that might be waking up. Simple. Okay. Just, okay. It, it removes mountains of bullshit that you don't need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and one organization has been using the orca to drive various creatures to certain locations to wipe out the indigenous populations and allowing them to then step in and exploit the situation. Ooh. Yeah, Twisted. but the God is the God isn't aware of this though. They're just like, oh, they're just going to various locations. Why is he going there? I don't know. Just, okay. Yeah, the big the biggest element that's missing from this movie is the human connection. <laughs> You're not really invested with anybody on screen because no one's ever in the same room with each other. What human connection? Exactly. By by seeing everything from the God's perspective, that squad of people, we see a boots on the ground feel. That way we film everything from the ground looking up. Like, that was the big thing about Pacific Rim is that a lot of those shots, they're from ground level. Yeah. Like, the mechs feel big. The kaijus feel big. This one, it's like, Rodan is flying around like he's kind of weightless sometimes. Mm, yeah. I mean, there is weight to him, but he does that spinny thing, and it's like, do a barrel just roll. see it from the ground? <laughs> yeah. No, I pull a barrel. I like this idea because what if what if this team has um, what we were talking about earlier as part of their credo, like do not anthropomorphize the kaiju, don't put people feelings on them, like these are creatures, don't call them names. Like, what if that's like the internal setup to their team, and then they learn about like like why anthropomorphizing them can be useful in these like kind of Mm -hmm. kaiju versus kaiju situations. Did yeah. you read my pitch? I'm kind of getting. Damn. It. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. No, I like what you're pitching. Then I'm on board. <laughs> the first, the, yeah, the first half of the film, they can't communicate with them. They're just like the orca. Yeah. kind of drives them in certain locations, but it's not really like communication. Yeah. 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 By the end of the story, they can directly communicate with Godzilla. Okay. Godson. So they can ascribe like human connection to them because they've solved the communication problem. Yeah. So communication in like it's communicating Godzilla's mood, or like Godzilla is actually consciously like like connecting to the people on the ground it's some form of language okay okay interesting type of language. Ooh, i like yeah. this okay. this is cool sci-fi yeah we also get downtime scenes where we get to see everyone hanging out at the base just swapping their mech parts you know in, in garbage core six you can swap your mech yeah, out yeah, and you yeah. can, like change your designs everyone gets a different kind of mech some people get a big tank some people get like the big the little tiny thin springy ones yeah. you know some are just like loaded with rocket launchers like everyone Whoever gets a different their kind for their own personality oh my god i'm yeah. think- i'm totally thinking of g gundam right now yeah 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 it it's it's very much like that everyone just hanging out just talking about it and um the leader of the group who reports directly to the corporations charles dance's character uh he's he directly reports to these corporations and uses the orca to drive them to various locations. So he's the okay. one that's kind of like the shill for the companies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and so he's a company man to the very end. <laughs> he will do anything for money. He's like, so there, he, you keep the eco-terrorist thing, but it makes more sense here. Because it's not really okay. an eco-terrorist. It's more of a, a, a money Ponzi scheme. Kind yeah. Of. 
Yeah, the film opens with Charles Dance in a helicopter looking down on Godzilla as the G.O.D. is surrounding Godzilla as he's just walking along. And he just says down to his troops, this is the voice of God and all of you are beneath me. Oh, damn. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So Godzilla as a character mostly just kind of ignores humanity. He just kind of like wanders around. (laughs) He's not really getting involved in anything. Um and the G.O.D. just observes his activity and reports back. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like humanity has handled a crisis and is kind of just dealing with it now. It's like it's post Hurricane Katrina. It's post uh, uh, the Fukushima. Was that the, the Fukushima? The that yeah. Got wiped mm-hmm. out. That's the one that got wiped out in Japan. You just learn to live with it. You just yeah. deal with it. Yeah. And as the film goes on, the G.O.D. learns more and more about how to communicate with them, and they form an alliance to stop the alien invasion of Ghidorah and all the others that are rising up. Mm-hmm. That gets you kaiju battle versus mech battle. Okay. So you get to you get to see. You, did you guys watch that that uh, clip from that movie I sent to you, Appleseed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they're kind of like they're fly, they're flipping around all over the place. Like they move like that, yes. right? Okay, yeah. they're quick. They're quick and they're fast. Like I don't want the big mechs from Pacific Rim because it's just we've seen it a dozen times already. Totally. Yeah. So, anyways, as the invasion continues, the GOD uncovers that the political conspiracy of uh, various corporations has been allowing the invasion to get worse to wipe out low income areas and allow them to move in and take over the area. Mm-hmm. So they're letting the invasion occur until the very last minute where they can finally use the G.O.D. to wipe out the aliens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it eventually culminates with uh, Godzilla versus Ghidorah in the background while Charles Dance and his G.O.D. are in the foreground. So you have these two fights on two separate planes. <laughs> That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so and uh, uh, during the battle, one of the members of G.O.D. sacrifices himself by diving into Godzilla to regenerate him by detonating the nuclear reactor. So you get to keep the nuke. I like that part. Yeah. So it, it makes sense to do that. Ooh, let's make him brothers with uh, Ken Watanabe's son's character. That's the pilot Wantanabe? in the next movie. Watanabe. Watanabe. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Ken, if you ever hear this. Uh, let, let's make that his brother's character. That Let's do that. Yeah. Because then he's yeah. got like revenge to go after, you know what I mean? Like actual inspiration in the in, yeah. in Godzilla v Kong. Yeah, that makes okay. more sense. Opposed to just like chucking him in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, finally, Charles Dance gets killed by uh, ejecting out of his mech, and then he gets swallowed by Godzilla. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Godzilla burps. <laughs> I want that so bad. <laughs> I love that Godzilla doesn't have to eat people, but he's deciding to in this case. He just decides to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, by this point in the movie, they can communicate with him, so he, they know what he's doing. Oh, okay, that's well, right. That's right. It's like the good place where the bad Janet's like, I don't need to go to the bathroom. I choose to. <laughs> and that's Godzilla. Basically. And then she lets out a long fart. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's Godzilla doing his burp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, film wraps up with Godzilla and the G.O.D. stopping the invasion then heading towards the United Nations to expose the conspiracy to the world so I had this idea of all the uh, the mechs like out of power just like grappled onto the side of Godzilla and they just stomp off towards the United Nations nice yeah and uh, they use the orca to communicate with him directly and we end with a low angle shot of the G.O.D. hanging on to Godzilla guns ready aimed at the United Nations and they Get on a loudspeaker and say, this is the voice of God and all of you are beneath us. <laughs> Credits. Nice. 
I dig. A Godzilla mech movie. So, so uh, the alien invasion, uh, how are you imagining this? Is this like a Ghidorah is the big boss and there's smaller things? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, um, what was that movie? Uh, the fuck? Cloverfield. Uh, okay. Weird, crabby okay. things that show up. I like that. Okay. 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 Just because they're big doesn't mean they can't have like weird things hanging on to them or something like that. No, 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 yeah, like absolutely, a, like, absolutely, yeah. yeah, I totally. Or agree. like, yeah. um, more, like, more recently, um, the movie "No One Will Save You." How they just like different aliens. All oh over yeah, her. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, yeah. What what does a kaiju's barnacle look like? That could be a cool concept to run with. You know, that symbiotic yeah, relationship yeah. with something huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What are those things that hang on to sharks? They call lampreys. Lampre. Oh yeah. Like, What's a kaiju lampre? Yeah. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Where they just, yeah, yeah, little parasites that come down. They start like Ooh, multiplying very quickly. I love that for uh, design mm-hmm. lead too, because then you're they're like siphoning the radiation off the kaiju, right? Yeah. Like the, mm-hmm. the a big issue with the alien invasion is like they're they send in the lampreys to kind of kill off the kaiju before like, get to where it ever gets there. Yeah. 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 Okay. He subjugates them yeah. by by removing their like core thing and then mm-hmm. yeah and then that's how they figure out how to beat the aliens in the end is like you beat them at their own game re- like remove their resource from them you find out it's electricity because mm-hmm. it's a ele- Ghidorah right but it's like a like a bioelectric thing so in studying the lampreys they also study like electric eels and figure out how to like short it yeah. perfect dude that's like sci-fi 101 yeah John. why wasn't this in the movie <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. Just put in put in like some fun shit. Like it, I wanted the human beings to have some purpose in these movies cuz mm-hmm. I think you and I were talking about this. Like can you name one human character in any Godzilla movie? Um in 90 in the 98 Godzilla I can. Oh, that it, 98 doesn't count. <laughs> Screaming Citizen number 1, Trampled Citizen number 2, uh Military Officer 20. Yeah, yeah. That that's the problem. There is that. There's just I wanted there to be people in your movie. Yeah, even if it is a Godzilla movie. Well, and like you can always give the stakes to the the mech pilots. You know, like if it, if it's uh, a kaiju attack in one of their hometowns. You know, there's there's personal things at stake there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then if you follow those characters on the ground, I like your idea to keep it kind of ground centered. So, you know, maybe mm-hmm. it's kind of not just about the mechs, but about like what they represent to communities to have a some form of protection in a in a post kaiju world. You know, maybe there's a starship troopers kind of Yeah, thing, kind of like, like a he- he- hero kind of hero worshipy uh recruitment aspect. And then as we find out that the behind that sheen there's you know just kind of government fuckery. Um, I, yeah. I, I like mm-hmm. that our guys kind of turn into cowboys at that point. They're mech cowboys. Yeah. It'd be fun to see like all the different mech designs you could come oh, up with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just, That's like half the joy of Armored Core is just like what crazy shit can you come dude, up with? This sounds like Hideo Kojima's uh, Godzilla. Like straight up. I Like I'd play the fuck out of it. Well, it's funny because Hideo Kojima actually has a cameo in one of the Godzilla movies. That's true, he does. Yeah, I think it's Final Wars. I think that's what, that's what it was. Yeah, like he, I think he gets stomped on or something. That's like that. awesome. Nice. That's how I want to go too. I would. Yeah. 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 So, just but yeah, get it over with real quick. 
<laughs> no, yeah, that's great. So so we have a, uh, uh, a, yeah, and we're three movies in. We can do an alien invasion. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that sounds fun. You do You do all the like, all the classic kaiju shenanigans, but now you've got, you know, kind of a ground level attack that can happen at the same time, you know, just keeping everybody on their feet. I like the idea that it feels like um, that we adjusted to the kaiju uh, I world and then the alien attack happened. It's like, oh my fuck, what's next? You know what I mean? We can't catch a break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like 2020 all over again. Oh fuck, what now? Right. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe maybe uh. even give the kaiju that kind of uh like person personality as well. That give them kind of like a oh my god, not aliens too. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the middle of a fight, like two of them are fighting and then they just see like aliens coming down. They're just kind of like they look at each other being like fuck, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all right. Time out. Time out. <laughs> Ugh, I gotta go deal with this shit. <laughs> uh, I'll be right back. That'd be great. <laughs> God. Godzilla's just annoyed. Everyone else is showing up. Okay. Like, what now? So, uh, can I, I, I'm, I'm trying to keep like Kyle Chandler and Bradley Whitford and Thomas Middleditch around as like- They're in charge of the of the G.O.D. at Pome. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. Yeah, okay. just keep, okay. just shove everybody yeah, over there. Yeah, keep them back in an office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. No, that that would be super okay. cool. Do you think, uh, like, it sounded like you were keeping Millie Bobby Brown? It, it, do you would new trainee, new pilot. yeah? Is she Kyle Chandler's daughter still? Is there like a nepotism angle within this as well? Sure, you could use that as me. Like, well, she has to get kind of like hazed to get into the group. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. No, I like that. Yeah, yeah I, 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 listen, like you've kept all the parts and just kind of readjusted the story, um, which I'm totally fine with. A lot gets to stick around. <laughs> so I guess like the straight gas that is the last five minutes of this movie could essentially stick around, but now there's mechs in it and aliens. Yeah. 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 So like have, have Charles dance. If you're going to say he's the main villain, have him show up at the end as like an actual villain. <laughs> yeah. Without a yeah. PowerPoint. Without a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> Here are clips of humans in distress, like the news. I'm trying to activate oh. that part of your brain. God. Remember when I showed you that shot that was from Man of Steel? There's a shot from Man of Steel in this movie. They they ripped the shot from Man of Steel because they were out of money and they needed to have more disaster footage. So they literally pulled from the disaster portion that was Smallville and put it into the PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. Reuse your assets, uh, even if it's from shit like that. Do what you got to do, man. I can't believe Michael Dowry is the same guy that also did Trick or Treat. Like, wh- how the fuck do you go from that to that? Listen, that's that's the goal, right? To start off in horror. <laughs> You're doing a Trick or Treat too. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's exciting. Uh, no, I think it's a great pitch. I love it. it you you you, <laughs> you successfully got it off the fence for me, and like yeah. it's. You now, made it Hol- something. Hollow Earth yeah. being the next movie almost makes too much sense at this point. Like you've made, <laughs> you've retroactively made the next one even better. Awesome, because that's now they've just made a bigger mech at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like we just need yeah. something. Well, also, like you have Mecha Godzilla at that point. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that the government's response is like, "Oh yeah, mechs worse la- worked last time. Let's just make a bigger one." <laughs> Just compete, yeah. It's it's arms race, guys. That's exactly what this is, right? Mm. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. The one that 
that sacrifice himself, it's Shorzy. Derek East is the one that sacrificed himself. And he says, get ready for it, you tit fucker! I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Dead. Over. We can't be <laughs> anymore. There you go. And then I did it. you have another character say the line like, damn, do you think people are going to believe that the world was saved by a Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, that's perfect. There you oh, go. God. There you go. I kind of, I kind of wish Dysar was here because he was writing a Godzilla pitch for a while and he did, didn't get picked. Damn. Up. Yeah. Oh well. <sighs> Ask him about it sometime. He'll probably show it to you. I had, I had an idea for a, a Godzilla comic years ago that was going to be um, set back in the the 1600s, and a boat gets caught in Godzilla's undertow. And just gets like dragged mm. along with him down into uh, Hollow Earth, where they like end up as kind of um, shipwrecked. Uh, so it's like it's like mysterious island via Godzilla. I thought because then you get to do oh, lots right. of other creatures as well as Godzilla. Okay. Um, so okay, so it's like Skull Island kind of. Yeah, kind of thing, yeah. In the Hollow. Yeah, Earth. It, it was yeah. going to be a lot more like you know they they end up on a beach with you know a giant crab creature and eventually they establish shelter up in the caves where they find like giant insect creatures and like really homage, um, uh, mystery not Mystery Island, oh. The movie I just said. Anyways, Mysterious Island. There we go. Um, Mysterious yeah, Island. Yeah. yeah. Even up to having a um, Captain Nemo cameo at the end. You know what I mean? Just to nah. <laughs> to move the story along. Why not? You know, like Godzilla is okay. one of those okay, why not sure. stories. Why yeah, not? sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's end it here. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Perfect. Uh, should people check this movie out? Why not? Uh, get a little drunk before you do. Throw it on at a party. Yeah, uh, and then not? just cheer for the last five minutes of the movie. There you go. I think, it, like, like, like Chappie, like our previous episode, it's a good movie to have on the background at a party, but turn the sound off. It's fun to just kind of glance at it, and be like, "Oh, that's kind of pretty," and then yeah. You move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. If you caught a glance of it, be like, "Oh, it's all right." Damn, that's what Godzilla looks just like don't... now. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, okay, he's a chonky right. boy. Yeah. Chonk. <laughs> Why did they make him? Fat. Because he's adorable know, and I want him. I, well, I mean, you know, the legs of the old suit were kind of like predisposed to be fat to make it easier to balance. And so you want to carry yeah. that, you know, that kind of visual. Because fluffy boys are the it thing. We found yeah. out that skinny animal legs does not look good on Godzilla in the 98 Godzilla. So. Yeah. Does not Just look keep good. it chonky. Why not? It keeps his center of yeah. gravity very uh, on the ground, too. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I wanted to put in put in. Uh the other addition, uh, it's a guy in a suit. Like in Shin Godzilla. That is a guy in a suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. just enhanced mm-hmm. it with CGI. Yeah. Why can't we do that? You know, it's cheaper, I'll tell you that. <laughs> just what was the budget of this movie? Was it like hundred and eighty million dollars or something like that? It's it's We're got one of this now. <laughs> <laughs> We're Before we get it. into another rant, Jesse. Right. All right, all right. <laughs> Stop spending this kind of money on your movies, please. Yeah, but do do guy. In, You're already in massive debt to the banks. Your guy in suit movies can look like blockbusters. I think that's the real ultimate uh, uh, yeah. lesson we learned from Shin Godzilla. That's where we're going to end this episode. Thank you, Godzilla fans, for being here. That was King of the Monsters. Um, we get to keep all the monsters, and now we get aliens this time too, because 
Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, why I'm going to jump on Letterboxd and give this one a good 3.5 out of why not. <laughs> why not? <laughs> That's it for Film Rescue. I've been your Pitchmaster General. Thanks for watching. Good night. Good night. And OBS is rolling. Let's clap sync. One, two, three. And my dogs barked in the background when I did that. (laughs) That's my clap sync is them barking. There you go. It it all works. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the mark time. That's uh, when you're when you're on set and the clacker can't be found for fuck all reason because yeah. some PAs lost it. As long as you can make a nice loud sound into the mic, oh, yeah. that's all. There's you there's need. some yeah. I've seen some PAs go like use their arms and they're like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's just to sync the video and the audio when you get to the, the editing bay. That's the PA punishment. It's like who who lost the clipboard? That's the person that's clapping their arms. Yeah. I think the rule is that if you lose the clacker on on a set, you have to buy everybody a, a case of beer. I think that's the rule. Oh shit. Yeah. Wow. That's so they never lose it. They always keep it attached to their hip because otherwise you owe people a lot of money. Damn. I mean, they can just yeah. all buy, they did but did they specify what kind of beer cuz they could just do like some daddy ice shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it five has to bucks be a twelve stuff. pack. Boom! Yeah. Right. It's like you can buy them Guinness or Rolling Rock. Probably one is going to be more expensive than the other. So. Right. Right. Man, a case of Guinness—that's a real punishment, right there. Yeah. Oof. Well, Oof. the strike's over finally, and everything's back. Hell yeah! Everybody's back to work. Woo! Wait six months. Ayatsi goes on strike. <laughs> we ain't done yet. We ain't yeah. Done. Yeah. There's we're, still we're movement to be had. Yep. Yeah, we're asking for a 10% raise increase. It won't happen. It won't happen. I'm I'm proud that people keep pushing these uh these forward though. You know, it's like the the yeah. only real way to change the industry and it's and it's working now. Like it, it's starting to topple, you know. It, yeah. I, I think we're getting a change. Yeah. I went through I went through my listing of like the best and worst of this year so far what I've seen and I marked worst Every executive that drew out this strike as long as possible so that they could mm-hmm. fuck over everybody below the line. Right. Yeah. You're the worst. You're the worst. Fuck the movies. You're the worst. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm oh, I, that's I, I've seen all the posts where they're like, oh, they're just realizing they're like losing money in fourth quarter. I'm like, hmm. hmm you just realized gee, that. I wonder why. <laughs> they can't think that far ahead. You know Shocker. what I mean? Yeah. Truly. Damn. We can get into how Warner Brothers is about to be sold off to Universal as well, and Zaslav's going to fucking march out there like a little bitch. Jesus Christ. Wild. Jesus. All right. That means, yeah, they, guys ready. That means they can cross over the Dark Universe with the Godzilla franchise. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Can't wait to see Tom Cruise's mummy take on Kong. Right. Can't Just wait. Just shoot me now. Just shoot me the fuck now. Mm. I'm pretty great. sure this is all going to end up as the the tagger on this episode. Oh, anyways. it will. <laughs> <laughs>